Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, where we're going to have so much growth over the next month that it's you're going to confuse our show with our tummies. I'm champing at the bit to tell the Number Niners all about what's upcoming. We're recording and dropping a video on YouTube where we take Mace to the face. That video will finally top the peanut butter and jelly clip for first place. Epic podcast with the greatest fans in the world, where numerous times we'll tell number three to fuck off, sit and twirl. The NFL's return is drawing closer by the day. Better ads and intro music for each section on the way. Tom fucking Washington is so excited that he skipped a meal. Good day, T-Double-Double. Tell him how you feel. How excited are you, man? I think it was a lot more excited yesterday. You're over it? I'm tired Big stuff coming. Got it. Good, good, good. Move on. I'm tired, bro. What are you so tired from? I don't know, man. It's been a, it's been a long couple of days. Oof, I am fearful of how this podcast is about to go. I can actually see it on your face. I don't think I've looked at you since I got here. I've been here I, for about 15 minutes. Well, to be fair, I got a little... Uh, to be fair. I got a little irritated with our OBS system. Yeah. And not really cooperating well. It's a whole thing. So that doesn't help. But uh, needless to say, pretty fucking excited about what's going on. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming along. Uh, hopefully, you guys will hear some of it by Sunday, if not next Wednesday, the latest. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. That, fu- that fat fuck Mason started uh, streaming again. I saw that. I liked him on Facebook. Cool. Oh, but you know what? I actually probably liked him as the number nine, because I took... I so my tablet is just the number nine now, and my phone is my actual Facebook, like my personal account. And it, I can't explain to you how long it took me to fucking figure that one out. And I figured out now how to put the Instagram pictures directly to Facebook while I'm posting them to Instagram. So we actually have content going on our Facebook. Yes, we do. I can't figure Twitter out to save my life. Anybody who'd like to explain it to me, I will drive to you. Uh, I want to be able to post something on Instagram that then shows up, I'm sorry, yeah, on Instagram that then shows up on the Twitter and I can't fucking figure it out. Phobic Squirrel said, eating poorly typically leads to feeling poorly. Oh my god. So let's start, he started off the chat with impeccable work ethic, let's get it, I go hard, hashtag no days off, and then said with an arrow up, wordplay lay whale. I don't see that. Um, And then he said I think he's saying Chris he's... said hi. Mason said need to change that name to Savage Squirrel. Nice. Uh, not whale. Oh, wordplay lay Wale. Is that the rapper Wale? Uh, I gotta tell you, I just thought he spelled whale wrong. I couldn't tell you how to spell Wale, but I assume that's what it is. Yeah, that's true. I, didn't... I also read fucking epitome, so we can't really count on either of us. <laughs> I, I th- one. One word I've read wrong in a year of doing this fucking podcast, and it still haunts me when I go to bed at night. What happens? Wale. Oh, you said I was right. Perfect. Voila. Hell of a guess. Uh, so, what was I going to say? Hey, before you move on, while we're talking about rappers, Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Lil Wayne just dropped a new song. It's called Seeing Green. In the song, Lil Wayne says... Uh, hold on, I'm going to look it up. I just texted it to somebody because I was blown away by it. It's one of the hardest lines I've heard in a very long time. He says, I had gats before I had tattoos because I had to. Matter of fact, I had to. 
And I was just like, dude, that's such a fucking simple but such a hard-ass line about how he grew up. I fucking loved it. You don't seem impressed at all by Little Wayne's. Nah. If it helps. Rambling Dan, what's going on? Rambling Dan. I was born a rambling Dan. Who's Rambling Dan? Rambling Dan. You don't, you know Rambling Dan. Oh, is that fuckface? No, it's not fuckface. Oh, shit ass? No, it's not shit ass. It's Rambling Dan. I'm lost. Hey, you know who almost called the show tonight? Don Lindsay? Don Lindsay almost called in. We're going to talk about wrestling. Uh, I love these almost. Yeah. Love that fucking horrible excuse for a fucking pay-per-view. Yeah. I thought the pay-per-view was good. The WWE pay-per-view that just passed. Bonus at the end. Spoiler alert. John Cena's back. Uh, thanks for ruining that for everybody that hasn't seen it yet, Pat. If well, somebody did that to you, if you skipped you that be... and watched Monday Night Raw, he came out first. So I mean, you would already know. Well, what if there are people like you who are weeks behind but still intend on watching it because you do that and usually get super. I just motivated them because I didn't say why. It doesn't John matter. Cena's back. I didn't say who John Cena went after. I didn't say anything. Um, All I said was. Anyway, uh, you want to get this mail then? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Hey, I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Hey, number niners, did you see that we're up over 4,500 downloads across all platforms the show is on? Yeah, Tommy. I'm hoping that's going to translate into some serious advertising dollars so we can talk about new gadgets and gizmos like the Manscaped 2.0. And how it leaves your dude piston trimmed up, nice and ready for takeoff. Or the motoblower that doesn't just stroke you like ordinary masturbatory aids. It also creates legit suction vibration. Whoa! What happened to your golden rule about ads, bro? You mean hashtag no free ads? Yeah, man. Number Niners, we appreciate all the love and support we get from you guys. For sure. But... But what help us even more is if you go to whatever platform you listen to the show on and give us a five-star rating. While you're there... The biggest thing you can do to support the show is to leave a review. It can be short, long, funny, or completely unrelated. Wait, what? My understanding is that it's not what's in the review that counts. It's just that the reviews are getting done. So people can just go on and talk about Tom Cruise's legendary career in cinema and still help us? I mean, yeah, I suppose they could. What's great about it is that it's not a difficult thing to do. I mean, you could just leave a review for the show without even knowing where popcorn comes from. You know what, Pat? Fuck you. That's one. <laughs> yep, come on. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, so we got one piece of mail. You'll never guess who it's from. Dip, 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 dip. Dip, daisy, whistle. What do you have to say, Pat? Uh, Dip Daisy Whistle said, guys, I do, oh, you know what? He put a title in it. I'm not going to skip the title. He titled this email. It says, segment's not working. Now, let's go back. Dip Daisy Whistle made a complaint that our show is not segmented well enough because we were just, uh, kind of, uh, going from one thing to another without putting any breaks in. He wants chapters, is what he wants. Yeah, this is, a, hey, listen, every he episode chapters. is a story, he wants, and he wants to know the book. when the, the plot twist is coming. I get it. So, segments not working. He said, guys, I do appreciate how, I do appreciate how you guys are constantly name-dropping my name about the segments. 
I do believe you are a little stringent on the segments. Can you stop right there? That the reason we name drop you for the segments is you are the only person that says anything about the segments. In the history us. of segmenting. Segment. 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 Can I move on to the next yes. segment of the email? Yes. Okay. All right. This is the next segment. Uh, how about this? Comma. He broke the sentence up into segments using a comma. <laughs> Use your ads as a segment slash topic breakpoint. I think that's a good point. That sentence makes sense. It's a good segment in the the body of the the body of the email. I think this would be such an easier transition. Plus, think of the ads you could play. I would also like to include a fuck you, Mason. That's one. He clearly he's clearly playing with all Tommy's knobs. Enjoy that mental picture, Pat. Have a great day. So, you know what I pictured when I read that the first time? Which is funny, because then the next sentence is, enjoy that mental image. And I already had a mental image. I was picturing Mason fidgeting with, like, old radio knobs. Now, not, nothing that we use is old. First off, it's all brand new. But second, you don't have old radios anywhere. But I was picturing Mason sitting there fidgeting with old radio knobs and you being annoyed at him. So I already had a mental image. Then when I read that next line, you're welcome for the mental image, I immediately thought of Mason jerking Tom off, of course. Nice. And how hairy Mason's hand must look. Man, you're really stuck on that, huh? Well, Dip, as always, we appreciate the feedback. Any feedback is good feedback. Uh, we may have gotten a couple new listeners, so uh, if this is your first time listening, Go to the email us. Let us know what you think. The number nine podcast at gmail.com. That's it. Anything you want to add to mail time, Pat? No, I'm good with that. I will say I just got a text from one of my brothers. And you know that, like, the things that make you feel old text mm-hmm. that you or the memes that you see? It says, there are children being born whose parents were not alive when Shrek came out. Crazy how the years start coming and they simply don't stop coming. It's funny (laughs) So let's move on to some memes bro Alright hold on let's finish mail time Segment over That was a quick one That's what she said (laughs) It's me Versace Whoops somebody shot me And I was just checking the mail Get it checking the mail Mason wanted to point out While we were uh, on break here Putting in the audio yeah that last segment was over and we were between segments now that we're starting a new segment we're going to talk about what happened in between segments segments segment so in this segment it's uh for mason he said for your new listeners be aware that i am on board with the f you mason and in no way does it upset me in any way well we appreciate that mason and uh for that you can go fuck yourself technically not two but i'm calling it two uh so pat i I had this thought today. I'm I'm not sure why it came up, but it came up how much you um, somebody at work had mentioned that somebody looked like they got hit with the hose because they were sweating so much today. Oh, I was like, wow, how vague was that? Somebody at work got somebody at work, and something happened. And no, okay, it, no, I'm with they, you. Got they, it. They, they were, were so wet that okay. it looked like they got sprayed with the hose from sweating. Was it your mom? And did she just leave my room? Mm, that wasn't at work. Real nice. Um, so. And I immediately started to tell this person about the time that you came to help me on a Sunday with a project in the yard. And you were working for all five minutes and was 
totally drenched. Yeah, I'm a sweater. In sweat. And then it really got me thinking how disgusting Liz is. Dude, Liz not, is, it's not just Liz, man. It's not just Liz because unlike what I tell her, she's not the first person I've ever been with. I understand this. But she's here, she's now, right? She yeah. she's here now. So and there are it's a frequent thing that our sex actually turns into segments because she'll catch and she's just like, "Oh my god, that's so salty" because it lands in her mouth or it lands in her eye and it burns. Like it's she disgusting. Is fucking the next time I see her, I'm sorry, Pat. I would no, normally never do this, but I am so the thought of it is making my stomach turn. Imagine if I fucked her with your pubes. Why are you first off, dude, why are you riding this pube train? You've never even <laughs> seen my pubes. Okay, if you don't say that to a woman, obviously your wife, very soon, like, yo, ride this pube train. <laughs> that should be your new fucking go-to pickup line. Oh my god, write this down. Pube train. <laughs> Name of the show. Like, yo, baby, what's up? Choo-choo! <laughs> Let's go to bed. Pube train. That is. We should see if stuff. we should find a bitmoji. With us having afros. Nice. I like it. <laughs> Come along and ride it. Um, the pube train. Um, but yeah, uh, I can guarantee you this. The next time I see her, which may be Sunday if I'm lucky, um, I am going to tell her what a disgusting human she is. That's fair. I tell her all the time. Trust me. I call her a chubby chaser. I want to know how she sleeps at night. Normally cuddled in my big loving arms. That's fucking disgusting. All sweaty and gross. I'm not kidding you. We have... Oh, hold on. Before I get... Now, you know what? I'll get back to Phobic Squirrel. Uh, we have a system where she sleeps with a like a regular sheet and a comforter. I sleep next to her, and I'm holding her, but the sheet and comforter on my half are folded back over her, so she has two sheets and two comforters. I have the AC blaring directly on me. I'm naked with no cover, and she is bundled up in multiple fucking layers of comforter. That's our system of sleeping because I'm so hot and she's so cold all the time. It's uh, it works. You know, I'm a big fan of sleeping in the cold, dude. My room cannot get cold enough. When we got to Aruba, yeah, everything was in Celsius. Oh, super confusing. So, did you pull out the phone? I did. After, so I walked in in one room because remember I had a studio, so I had two rooms. So one room was clearly colder than the other one but one had a digital thermometer and the other one had just a setting so or yeah i guess you call it a thermometer or a fucking thermostat jesus dummy um so it was set at 20 degrees celsius and you know how like when you go into a hotel room like you can only turn them down so far like 60 degrees is yeah. the coldest i cranked that bitch all the way down to 14 and a half degrees celsius and you were like this is definitely what the eskimos stay at yeah, well, I'm. That's right around like fifty six, fifty eight degrees. Nice. I got that. It's bitch comfortable, as, man. I got that bitch as cold as it would get. Erica does not like that. Uh, so the phobic squirrel pointed an arrow up towards Mason's previous text about not being upset about the fuck you Mason game, and he said, "Really, Mason? Because it seems like it hurts your feelings. I know you have a lot of them, because you be all up in them a lot." <laughs> phobic squirrel just got gangster as fuck on Mason. <laughs> Mason, I think your reply should be, don't come out the side of your neck at me. I feel bad that Phobic's on here roasting Mason after we roast Mason so much. All right, listen, we can't control the number niners, Tom. Hashtag number niners. I say, 
Mason's like a little piggy on a spit, just getting roasted right now. Whatever. I don't know. I he didn't really roast him. He just said he's up, he's in his feelings a lot. Yeah, so he's a bitch. I I mean, you two are an emotional man. What we had this conversation. You didn't like one of the words. Was it emotional? I'm not sure what you're talking about. I don't know. It was it was a much earlier podcast. You didn't like one way of me saying it, but you were fine with the other way. Are you are you openly an emotional man? Like, do I have a lot of uh, feelings? Sure, I have a lot of uh, zero to a hundred. Yeah, like, but Ooh. they're not really. I have a short fuse. You know, I think you were fine with emotional because I think originally I called you moody. I'm definitely not. Well, I can't be moody. You know what? I don't know what the fuck it was, but you were okay with one of them. It sounds like you're okay with everything tonight Pat, because I, you're a little beaten down. Yeah, I had this discussion with a coworker the other day, and I don't know if it's the podcast or if it's our friendship, but I feel over the last year, because August 1st is pretty much a year of us doing this, Yep. Um, I have grown so much as a human being. Yeah, I think it's our friendship. I, I, I'm just taking credit for it, that's all. I. Well, if anything, it was all the work I did in our friendship. Interesting. Okay. Pat, you don't do any work for the podcast. You don't do I any work. Zero. For, you don't do any work for our friendship. You don't apparently also do any true. work when you're at work. Third thing's true. Yep. So, I mean. I, I, is this how you're explaining your growth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. I've grown a lot to learn how to take on more tasks at once. You know what? I can't even disagree with you because I agree in the last year you have grown a lot. Moving on. Wider. <laughs> I've got a lot wider. <laughs> you know what else has really grown a lot too? That pube train. Oh, I bet. That thing started with the... Uh, Mason. Started with the down low. And it First is all the way I, around to the caboose. And back to Tim's thing about the eating bad thing. I, I, I want to throw this out there. For two weeks, I have been eating extremely healthy. My deal was when I came back, and I don't want to say healthy. I've been eating better, right? Like, I'm not eating Hold junk. on. You said, I have been eating extremely healthy. I don't want to say healthy, but I've been eating better. Yes. So not at all extremely healthy. Well, what would you consider extremely healthy? Um, I would say a regimented diet. Yes. So Are you meal planning? Yes. Okay. Um, so Oreos? No. Did I, you see that I put... I have not touched a fucking Oreo since I've gotten back from Aruba. Does your blood itch? No. Okay, that's it's good. Out, it's out of my system. Uh, I have... So, I trail mix at snacks at night with, like, mm. nuts and... Uh, with nuts and some fruit and stuff in them. Uh, so, no more Oreos. Uh, I... At work, I have a salad and a fruit I bring with me from... So, like, either grapes or cantaloupe. Where do you put in your salads? Uh, it's lettuce. Typically, so it depends on who makes it, right? If I make it, it's lettuce, cheese, and, like, that pre-bagged lettuce. You know, that comes as, like, it has, like, yeah, carrot, yeah, yeah. chopped yeah, up. Yeah, like, it, you can buy all different varieties, like Chipotle yeah. Southwest salad. It's not like that. It's, no, like, you buy it in a bag. It's just pre-made salad with cut up. Uh, carrots and some onion and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a specific type of salad, I'm sure. I'm sure on the bag it says what it is. No, it's just regular, like, every grocery store. It's not like a specific Southwest mix. It's salad. Does it come with dressing? No. Okay, go ahead. It's a bag of salad. Okay. Um. So, I eat that, and then I'll put some, like, mozzarella cheese on the top of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and then just... uh. What is it? It's Italian dressing, but it's with uh, uh, vinaigrette. 
Okay. So that's what I have. Uh, I have been making some Greek salad, so I put some meat on there, some salami, pepperoni, and ham mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, with some feta. Love it. Uh, and that's what I eat for lunch. That's I actually I had a tuna Greek salad for dinner tonight. Tuna salads are... I like tuna salads. Picture um, your Greek salad. So I just want to throw a bunch there. of tuna on it. But now Mason. Mason has been working uh, where Pat and I are employed for, what now, probably four months, five months? Yeah. And Mason's eating a salad every single day for lunch since he started working there. And I have not seen him. He does not look like he has dropped an ounce. I will say I was at Mason's house on Sunday and we were not eating salad. That's what he said, too. We were going fucking ham on some Ojo's chicken wings. Uh, Mason said, the scale shows that you have grown as a human being, Tom. I do have to say, at least work, he's been eating more healthy. Yeah. So, I, too, have been... I. Uh, I am... Well, we have to get ready for... The other thing that we have to do, Pat, is our maternity shoot that we promised everybody we would do and we haven't done yet. I'm ready. Maybe if the weather's nice on Sunday, we can bang out some videos and some other stuff. We can do the maternity shoot. And while we're in our maternity shoot gear, take the mace to the face. It's not the first time you said that, huh? Last time I was with Mason. You took the mace to the face? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I never said every day. I said I eat salad. A lot of salad. You get it. Most of the days you have salad. What? Uh, what? Can, uh, you said vinaigrette. What's Mason eating for salad dressing? I don't fucking know. I mean, it's in his car all day. Yeah, he doesn't. That can't be good. Are you eating soft lettuce, bro? <laughs> Nobody wants non crispy lettuce. That's gross. All right, so let's get into some of these memes. All right, the first meme is titled "Remember Gary Webb." I have no idea who this guy is. You will in two seconds. Okay. In 1996. Gary exposed how the CIA hired drug traffickers. Can I just throw out there? Throw this out there? I wish I could show, show this on the live feed. Oh, I can't. This guy has got a fucking serious stash and mullet going. Yeah, bro. Oh, that's not it. Uh, oh, boy. Good job, Mason. Oh, wait, no, you're not doing it today. Oh, boy. I'm so confused. Me too. Oh, boy. Oh, just go on with your story. All right. While you're doing that, I'll work on this. Perfect. In 1996, Gary exposed how the CIA hired drug traffickers to sell massive amounts of cocaine in the United States in order to raise untraceable funds to finance a terrorist organization who were trying to overthrow the Nicaraguan government. These massive shipments of cocaine ultimately sparked the crack epidemic that decimated inner cities during the 90s. As a result, mainstream media vilified Gary Webb and destroyed his career, which also destroyed his marriage, but he refused to back down, and in 2004, he was found dead with two bullet wounds to the head. His death was ruled a suicide. This man literally lost everything to give us a glimpse of the truth. Don't let his memory, or what he stood for, fade. Uh, here's why I thought that was a really interesting meme. Not, I mean, obviously, in itself. At face value, it is extremely interesting. So here's the question, right? Like, we see memes like this all the time on Facebook. Yeah. Or wherever you, you get your social media from. Sure. Um, like, I feel like there has to be more research done into these types of memes. Well, if we we're going to harp on it, then I would agree. We're not harping on it. I'm, I'm explaining why this is interesting to me. Because it's misinformation? Well, no, because it's 1996, and here we are 25 years later, and Epstein 
hung himself in a jail cell that he couldn't have possibly hung himself in. Four, exposing a lot of truths. I mean, it seems like we have a pretty solid pattern of this type of behavior. Um, and I'm sure there are You know who many, it's always related to? Like who it's always related to? The government? One family that's particularly in the government. Are you thinking of the Clintons? Yes. Okay, that's fair. Because guess who was the president in 1996? Uh, Mason wants... To... Are you going to guess? What? Which, I'm sorry, I missed it. Who was the president in 1996? Uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton? No, Bill Clinton. That was close. Same thing. Chelsea Clinton? No, that's their daughter. She is fucking ugly. That's hurtful, Tom. It's true, though. Not to me. But to that gross bitch, it probably is. Mason said, you know, Olive Garden has their dressing on a bottle, in a bottle on the shelves. That's what I use. And it's in a cooler in my truck. Uh, I recently discovered that uh, Panera Bread has salad dressing in a bottle on the grocery store shelf. And their Caesar dressing is fucking killer. Not a fan of Caesar. I love Caesar. Although, I know a guy named Caesar. Great guy. Caesar's also a type of haircut. Did not know that. Yep. It's exactly what you would expect. Look when at you all the things it. you guys have learned on the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. Educational podcast. The fact that we're on as entertainment is mind-boggling because really we're education. Really? We're just educating people on pube trains and stuff like that. You know what? We're edutaining people. We're edutainers. That's where we're at. Anyway, next meme. Oh, I wanted to show this one. I got it pulled up here. The next meme, Tom. Hold on, hold on. Tell me if you relate. Guy's sick fucking mullet, dude. Hold on. Oh my gosh, dude. Look at this guy's fucking mullet. It's pretty dope. He looks like every single person that's ever been on Unsolved Mysteries. He looks like he walked straight out of a Law and Order episode. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> a lawyer from the eighties. He's awesome. That's pretty cool. The next meme. R.I.P. Gary. R.I.P. I know we have number three. Live on the chat, we have Tom fucking Washington. We've got what was uh, what was the we got phobic squirrel, obviously. We have uh, Ramblin' Dan, Ramblin' Dan, we got a lot of dudes. Carissa, now she can speak from a different point of view, but mostly for the dudes who can relate to this fucking meme 100%. It says it's from a girl, and it says, If we're going to date, you're gonna have to accept the fact that my hair is going to be on everything your clothes, hair. Your bed, hair. Your apartment, hair. Your hopes and dreams, hair. I can't fucking tell you how many times I go to take a shit and pull one of Miss Elizabeth's hairs out of my ass crack for some reason. Like, every time I take my pants off, I've got a fucking 18-inch long hair in my ass crack. Where is it coming? She does not go anywhere near my ass crack, ever. But I always have her hair up my ass. How's that a thing? I know it's difficult for you because you can't tell the difference in length sure? between your well, pubes and Erica's. But hair. that's what I was just about to say. How do you sure, how do you know for sure that this isn't an ass hair of yours that you're pulling out? Every time that Liz is around. Why are you eating her hair? It's not in. It's not. I'm not shitting her hair. How is it in your ass crack, dude? I pull 
Either either way, front or back. I pull, and these hairs are just like you know, like it trapped like you underneath my fucking, coin purse. It sounds like you need to do some manscaping. Bro. You think I have an eighteen inch hair on my coin purse? Maybe. I don't know what's going on down there, bro. That's a lot of spaghetti. That's a. You wouldn't be able to see my balls. Person says it's in the laundry. Uh so interesting. It fucking drives me crazy, dude. You know what another thing is? Because we have dogs. Fucking dog hair. Dude. I hate dog hair. I'm eating my fucking salad today, dude, and there's a fucking dog hair in it. My salad. That's disgusting. It, it's it's awful. Absolutely dude. disgusting. Um, the other thing, and I don't know how the fuck this happens. I don't know how all of you women aren't fucking bald, but the shower drain? Where the fuck is all that hair coming from? They have a lot of hair in there, I bet. Yeah, but how? If they lose that much hair on a consistent basis, <laughs> by my math, they should all look like Hulk Hogan or worse. Or worse. Or worse. No hair on the sides. Interesting. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, at <laughs> least, like, take the hair out of the drain and write a message on the shower wall. Do something creative with the hair. Don't just leave it in the drain for Patrick to pluck out. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, sorry about that. Is that all you got for memes today, Pat? It is. Um, two, man. I do two every show. Pat, have you not listened or watched the show that I told you to watch? What's the show? The fucking documentary. Oh, no, I have not. You're fucking killing me, man. Tom, I have an unbelievable amount of things going on in my life that... I'm not sure how these are my issue. I gave you this project like six... Have you not watched a movie since I gave you this like seven, eight weeks ago? I would have watched movies when Michael was in town. You know, like... Uh, that show is great for the whole family. Um, we did not watch any documentaries with the kids. Um, it's an educational doc. It's not say, a bad one. Miss Elizabeth watched Nightmare on Elm Street, and I slept through it. Um, so that was close. I almost watched a movie. Mason just sounded like a straight-up boss that he beats his wife. Chrissy oh, okay. used to put hair on the shower wall and forgot to clean it. She cleans it now. I don't know if he meant it to sound as aggressive as it did, but you're right. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds, sounds like, like he's like Carissa yeah. learned her lesson from a good firm fucking beating. Um, I catch it coming out of my head, and it's ever, even worse with pregnancy hair loss and new growth. Lol. I will say this uh, for all the people in this world who could beat their wives, Carissa would fuck Mason up. Carissa is like the sweetest woman. Isn't that like, what you think? Like, but, you know, you think that about women, and then, but they're so in love with their guy, they just let him beat him. Maybe that's what's happening over there, the way Mason talks. Yeah, Carissa, again, she's, like, very you know super sweet. She's Fuck a you. wonderful, over-loving mother. I don't mean over in a bad way. I mean, like, she loves the shit out of the child. But when Willow acts out of line, because she's, she's getting old enough to, you know, like, I'll throw my pacifier on the ground to be funny. Carissa does not take shit from anybody. She's got a backbone. Um, she's actually, I, again, I was there Sunday. Super impressive, um, the pair of them. Parenting. Even their dining room table? Their dining room table. <laughs> with, it's amazing that you guys are worried about that, by the way. That's the like, first thing Mason said to me on Monday like morning. Fucking, I guarantee you Liz didn't notice. I can tell you 110% I didn't notice. But essentially, what's going on is... Uh, Mason is sanding down their kitchen table, their actual table. So they have a plastic table in place. 
I walked into their kitchen multiple times, did not notice that it wasn't a real kitchen table. I can't imagine that Liz did either. Other than the fact that the table is at Liz's eye level, I can't imagine she saw. Yeah, I don't, I, who cares? Yeah, I mean. Lisa, you're really worried about it, dude? You used to live in a trailer. That's a good fucking point. <laughs> at least the table doesn't take flight when you hit a bump now. Yeah. Uh, Mason also said, sometimes she even asked me to do it. That's a reference to him beating her. Yes, I know. Sounds like, uh, oh and my then, God. And then he said. <laughs> Did you just pipe laughter in? Yeah. It's unfortunate that I can't hear what sound effect you're hitting. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, you ready to move on, Pat? Sure. Let's get All into right. a movie review. Tommy brought a movie review. Hey, I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me! Hey there, number niners. The term video game addiction is defined as a compulsive or uncontrolled use of video games in a way that causes problems in other areas of a person's life. If you feel that you or someone you know is suffering from video game addiction, tell them to stay the fuck out of the chat on twitch.tv forward slash number nine gaming and twitch.tv forward slash number nine media where the bearded gamer and chunk dizzle are dropping bodies on all the best games like seven days to die or setting up heists on gta and claiming victories in warzone this channel is not suggested for gaming addicts children adults bleeding heart liberals snowflakes vaxxers anti-vaxxers anyone pro-choice pro-life people supporting that any lives matter at all whatsoever blondes brunettes people with a history of heart conditions memory loss advanced delusionary schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic rage erections lasting longer than four hours diarrhea severe allergies pet allergies rashes covid 69 or karen's <laughs> Alright, Pat, so I got two movies to review. Two. So while I was in Aruba, I teased these. Um, the first one is Two for the Money. Now, it's an oldie. A little Matthew McConaughey. A little, little Matthew. Al Pacino. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen this movie, it's about a uh, a guy who who owns a gambling website. Um recruits it this guy works Matthew McConaughey works at like it almost seems like a temp agency, right? Okay. Um he works there and he slides in doing this guy's picks for uh for sports, right? And he's just unbelievably on all the time. So Al Pacino recruits him to move to New York and work for him at his website and he builds him up to be this awesome guy. They're making tons of money, blah 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 blah. They land this big fish and once he lands the big fish, Matthew McConaughey loses his touch. Okay. And Al Pacino's furious. And but so as the story evolves, Al Pacino himself is a recovering gambler. All right. Um, which I don't know how you are a recovering gambler and then run a gambling website. Um but yeah, you know, there you go. So he's taking McConaughey's picks, you know, and he's losing all kinds of money. So all the money they're making, he's really losing. Um, McConaughey or Pacino thinks that McConaughey has the hots for his wife and vice versa. It's this whole thing. Okay. I'm a little upset in how it ended. 
Um, because the door opens up, the bet's over, and he gets shot in the fucking face. Oh, that's a different movie that you ruined. Never mind. I didn't ruin that. I wasn't going to ruin this one. Okay. So basically, it's the last third big in the football. Yeah. Like, that's the main storyline is all football picks. Okay. Um, and it's the Super Bowl, and McConaughey flips a ta- uh, coin, heads or tails, and that's how he made his pick for the winner and over-under. Okay. And he hits it, but he's in the airport leaving. Like that's that's how it ends. Like he was on his way out. Like see ya. Okay. Not a great ending to the movie. <laughs> um, they can't all be home runs. Or in this I don't case, know what is it on IMDb. I would give it like a six point five. Wow! On IMDb, it is a six point three. Pretty darn close. That's fair. I like it's one of those movies, and I say this a lot, but it's one of those movies where. If it was on, I might go, oh, I'll watch this again. Yeah. If there's commercials, I'm definitely not watching it. Okay. Because it's not enough to keep me that entertained. Makes sense. Um, But it's a decent movie. And then I watched the new movie that's out on Amazon. It's called The Tomorrow War. It stars. Let me pull it up here. I have no idea. Uh, I'm on top. Oh, Chris Pratt's in it. J.K. Simmons. Uh, some girl I can't pronounce her name, Betty Gibson, Sam Richardson, Ivan Strahovski. There you go. Um, so this takes this takes place present day and in the future. So it's present day. The future comes through to a soccer game and tells them that we're fighting off an alien race, but we're losing a war, and we need to recruit you guys to come and fight in the war now, or else we're gonna be extinct basically uh and a lot of action i thought the action was pretty good this like it's very trippy right so like the guy has a daughter and then he goes into the future and his daughter is actually the colonel of the squad okay so he's working for his daughter and it goes into like this whole backstory what happened to her when he got back from the war and this is how they recruit people. This is how you become eligible. If you're death certificate, if they they have this contraption, right? You put your arm in it, yep. and it scans you, and it will tell you if you're going to die before then. Okay. Before the time you're going to. And if you're going to die, then they put you in. Okay. Which is kind of fucked up. Because if you make it back, you know when you're going to die. That is kind of fucked up. They don't tell you how, though. Um. They just tell you, oh, you're going to die on this day. Okay. Oh, thanks. So, uh, <clears throat> but it's kind of trippy because, like, because we've been taught, right, that, like, if you change the outcome of the future, right, through all these other movies, you can't, like the butterfly effect, you can't change the outcome of the future because then it fucks everything else up. You mean the past. You can't yeah. change the past. Yeah, you can't change the past. Yeah. So you going to the future could inherently Affect the past. I don't think that's true. Sure it is, because, for instance, this guy goes into the future. Yeah. Okay, meets his daughter. Now, in the future, he made it back from that war. Right? Yeah. But he could have easily died while he was there. Because when he comes back... Okay, so then he would never have the daughter. No, no. He would have the daughter, but if he died, because he already had the daughter while he was there. Okay. When, when he went in, right? 
but their mission had changed when he got there. Okay. So, and I don't want to give too much of it away, right? But him going back in time, if he doesn't succeed in what he does when he comes back, like what he does when he comes back totally changes the outcome of that girl's life in the future. Okay, I get it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's very fucking trippy. And you're like, isn't this going to fuck something up? Oh my God, they're all going to die. And it's just very trippy. It was all in all a decent story. I liked the storyline of it. What are we rating it? <sighs> Probably the same, like 6.5, 6.6 maybe. IMDb, 6.6. Really? Yeah. All right, so I'm right in line with IMDb. This is a first, right? It is. I, I mean, if Tom Cruise was in this. Close. I mean, this is by far a remarkable first because if, you've never been in the ballpark. If uh, Tom Cruise was in it, easily both these movies become 7.5s, easily, you know. Even if there's no storyline and no other actors, and he's just standing there. If you put Tom Cruise or um, who's the other guy? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, I agree with. Fucking Ben uh, Affleck. Ben Affleck. So are you just going to start naming people that are in Armageddon at this point? Pretty much. Steve Buscemi. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. That's another one. The big black guy there. He died, right, Bear? Ving Rhames? Yeah. Is that his name? Bear is Ving Rhames. Yeah, that guy. You're thinking of Tiny Lister, the one that played Debo. No, I'm thinking of the guy that played fucking Bear. Did Ving Rhames die? Yeah, I think no so. No fucking way. I think so, man. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know why like I would be heard about that. I mean, obviously. Let's see. Ving Rhames, dead or alive. Born May 12th, 1959. Ving Rhames is not dead. I don't believe that for a second. You, sir, are a liar. I don't care what the what Wikipedia says, I'm pretty sure he died. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? Yeah, I told you who you're thinking of. Tiny Lister. The guy from the Green Mile? Uh, I believe that's Debo. I never saw the Green Mile. Debo? You talking about the guy from Friday? Yeah, you got knocked the fuck out! No, that's not the guy from the Green Mile, dude. Are you high? MDB, the Green Mile. I can't believe we're doing this live on a podcast. Well, it's relevant to what you're talking about. This on the is podcast, the great bro. stuff about, uh, you know, I miss this stuff about the movie reviews. You haven't been doing these. Too bad you can't do, you haven't watched that thing on Sweden. Can I just throw this oh, out there? Oh, Michael Clark Duncan was yeah. in the Green Mile. Yeah. Okay. Super sad. Wow. A lot of good people in the Green Mile. Damn it. Green really Mile is a great movie. movie. Have you seen that? No. You know what I saw? What? I saw it. I, I walked You've through. never seen the Green Mile? No. I walked through the room when somebody else was watching it. And somebody, like, touched his arm, and he could feel the deer's pain, or he touched a deer, and he could feel the deer's pain. That's all I saw. It it's was like a, fucking wild, dude. The Green Mile. It's a long one. All I got so far is that uh, Michael Clark Duncan uh, cried at the end of Bambi. Like, that's... So far, that's what I've gotten out of it. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if there's any movie that you're going to watch it, since you're not going to watch this thing on Sweden... I'm going to watch the thing on Sweden. A lot of reverb in the mic. Maybe it's because I'm super close to it. Is it Mike's? Is it Tom's mic? Is it my mic? Is it both mics? Which mic? Is it Michael? He's using big words, too, like reverb. I'm not really sure what that means. I think it's because I was so on top of the mic. I think that's when you use the same verb twice. Dude, the Green Mile is fucking fire, by the way. You need to go watch that shit. Who knows? Maybe that's coming up on the list. I will say uh, Netflix or Hulu. I can't remember which one. Just added The Life of David Gale. If you have never seen The Life of David Gale, go watch The Life of David Gale, The Life of David Gale, The Life of David Gale. It is 
a fucking phenomenal movie. Why did you oh, say the life of both David, mics? Why did you say the life of David Gale fucking forty times? So I could drive home what the name of the movie was. It's the life of David Gale. That's the name of the movie. It's called The Life of David Gale. Have you ever watched that Kevin show? Spacey. Have you? Ugh. Kevin Spacey was the star of The Life of David Gale. I don't David watch Gale. anything with Kevin Spacey in it. Interesting. Very progressive. He's, uh, why, why is it progressive to me? He's a kid toucher. Ramblin' Dan said both as well. Yeah, they're both pretty techy guys. Hey, how was the reverb when Mason was doing the tech stuff? Oh, Ramblin' Dan uh, just asked what the name of the movie I was talking about was. It was The Life of David Gale. Kevin Spacey plays David Gale. He does, in The Life of David Gale. Was David Gale a child molester? Uh, no. Well, no. that's funny, because Kevin Spacey is. Uh, there is an accusation made about Kevin Spacey re- related to a sex crime. It's not about a child, but um, that is uh, part of the movie. It's, uh, uh, I will say this. Oh, my God, fucking Mason. Okay, so... <laughs> we were playing a game on Sunday where you replace one word in a movie title with the word foreskin and we had a thousand of them and mason just put on the chat the green foreskin i win uh that's wonderful it's uh it doesn't matter what movie you change it's amazing dude like you know what i just thought of was that forest foreskin that fucking meme you sent me with that that's what you were talking about two for the foreskin the guy the the thing you sent me with the guy? Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? So Pat sends me this right, and we know this guy. <laughs> yeah. He, so it's that post, right? Name. He's a mutual. Uh, no, I don't want to say friend. We Public used to, we used to both yes. work with him at one point. Yes, and he. So there's this meme that says this, and he said. I really don't like my foreskin. It makes me feel embarrassed, embarrassed, and, and it, it bothers me a lot. I need to get rid of it. Yeah, that was his response to pick any movie and replace one of the words in the movie title with the word foreskin. Go. And his response was, I don't like my foreskin. It really bothers me. It affects my confidence. I need to get rid of it. And yeah, I immediately screenshot that and sent it to you because <laughs> what the fuck? That's not how the game works at all. You crazy fuck. Unless, hey, well, did he put foreskin? I don't like my foreskin. He said, I don't like it. Oh. Uh, Mason said that's what started the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I get it. Um, anyway, uh, so there's another one, right? Have you watched, ever watched Jack Ryan? It's on Amazon Prime? No. Um, it's with uh, Jim from The Office. Okay, sure. Um. If I hear Jim or Pam one more fucking time after being on those dating websites, jeez. Harry Potter and the for- the Sorcerer's Foreskin. Um, <laughs> so I started watching Jack Ryan on my way back from Aruba. And I've got to tell you. The Foreskin of David Gale. It's a great show. Oh, it's a show? Yeah. I don't think I ever realized they that. They have two seasons of it. I thought it was a movie, too. Uh, it's pr- Yeah. Rambling Dan, Jim and Pam for life, bro. Dude, I'm watching it again, The Office, and I'm on season nine, and it's right after I'm on the episode right after the cameraman got fired. Yeah. For uh, have you seen it? Uh, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Foreskin. You're still on the stupid thing. Are you not? Have you seen The Office? Yes. Dolvin. Uh, I watched the first three or four seasons. Okay, so in the last season, they're getting ready to leave. End the show, and. Yeah, 
I'm I'm with Dan on this one. You literally cannot watch The Office too many times. Um, so I'm right on the uh, episode after the cameraman. So Jim's working at Philadelphia, the sporting company that he's going to go to, and Pam and the camera and the mic guy kind of had this moment a couple episodes ago, and then somebody from the uh, warehouse goes to attack Pam, and the camera guy steps in and punches him in the face and loses his job. Okay. And then on Valentine's Day, Jim and Pam are going to go on a double date with him and his wife, Mm -hmm. and then they go there, and it's just the guy, and found out that his wife and him are splitting up, so Jim's like, what the fuck is going on? And then he mentions that um, they had a moment when Pam was crying when her and Jim had gotten into a fight, and she was stuck at the office. So like Jim's all upset. It's great. Okay. I really thought I really thought that they were gonna split up for a little while. Okay. They don't. Yeah, no, I get that every girl on Bumble, okay Cupid, plenty of fish, Tinder, Grinder, whatever the fuck you get your, you know, uh companionship from. They all love Erica Jim just and Pam popped in. Jim and Pam, yes. I love the office. You're not helping Erica. Erica if you could think of a movie title, any movie title, and replace We're one of the words in the title with the word foreskin. Phobic uh, says, sure, but I like keeping it nice, comma, zero times. I'm not sure what that's in reference to, because he's not playing the game. Is that something? He said it was childish, which I agree with. Yeah, uh, I got nothing. Who so, said it was childish? Phobic. The game? Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. You don't think it's childish? Children don't know what the fuck foreskin is. That's, that doesn't make sense. Why don't you... Let's Colin! Be, Colin! You never watched The Office? It's phobic. If you got Peacock, I think you should watch The Office. It's great. You and the missus... Colin! Uh, oh. Never, he's talking about not watching The Office. Oh. But he did call the game childish. The game. Which you just lost. Wait, why did I just lose it? I don't know. What? Colin! Man. Where is this kid? Kid's slow to respond today. Oh, here he comes. Alright, let's hurry this up. What, did you get lost to? It's like six steps. What are you doing? Chasing foreskin. He's playing with his foreskin. Uh, the do family you, foreskin. We have a question for you. Come on in. <laughs> we have a, a question for you. Colin, when did you learn what foreskin was? Huh? When did you learn what foreskin was? I How old are you? 12. Thank you for proving my point. Colin is 12 years old. He does not know what foreskin is. <sighs> so... <laughs> Talking about foreskin can't be immature because a 12-year-old doesn't even know what it is. Mason said, if you don't know how you lost, you were never playing. I agree. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your foreskin in the hood. I know. It's a wonderful game, Tom. I can see it winning you over. I think what... Uh, I feel like the longer the title, I think what the better is the game here becomes. is that you've already lost your foreskin. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Any given foreskin? Boys in the foreskin. (laughs) Oh, my God. Foreskin in the hood. How about just foreskin? Uh, Oh, my God. Hold on. Foreskin on Elm Street. (laughs) 
He's Thanks, Google. Colin. Guaranteed. Do not fucking Google foreskin. We'll explain what it is after the show. Don't Google it. I'm not sure what Phobic's doing, but he said, dude, I can't believe June is almost over. What's happening? <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on in the chat right now. Phobic, are your kids in the room? Are you trying to divert the conversation? No, they're not. Speaking about movies, did you tell Tom we had a celeb in the store the other day? No, did Tom tell you? Oh, did Tom tell me? Dude, so we're working, right? The longest foreskin. Oh my god, Erica! <laughs> so, Pat, you are like a six-year-old. And your wife is playing! That's because she's also like a six-year-old. <laughs> Classic. So, we're... Alright, we're gonna close out movie time. Right the land story. before foreskin. So, we're... Uh, Guy comes up to me and starts talking about something, right? And I'm t- and he will not stop talking. Like the conversation has been over for ten minutes. Okay. Um, but he just keeps talking about nothing. Um, and we have a little chatting app that we use at work sometimes. Yep. And Mason shoots me a session, uh, a message, and says, "This guy looks like the I forgot what he." what it is but i knew exactly what he was talking about cause the, well, you just heard this entire fucking story fuck, man what was it he looks like uh mason what is it hurry up the joy lock foreskin eric fuck said. me <laughs> come on mason be quick monty python and the, the holy foreskin so fast i can't believe june is almost over tim it is july just so you know i'm really i'm still waiting for mason to tell me what this it was uh I want to say Harry and the Hendersons. The, oh my god! The uh, was it Harry and the Hendersons? Harry and the Foreskin. The Foreskin Chronicles. Oh my god, we're not. Do <laughs> you like his Dioc? What is happening with Phobic Squirrel? If there was a trophy for the most random shit ever said on the Number Nine with Tommy podcast, Bigfoot from Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> so, the Sasquatch. He does. He so then, and I've never seen that movie, right? Okay. But so I laugh <laughs> because I can picture it. For some reason, I know what that is, yeah. right? And <clears throat> foreskin identity. And then he sends me a fucking picture of him while he's still like he turned around, like walking out, and I'm fucking dying laughing, dude. It looked just like him. it could have been a guy. That's excellent. It was good. Anyway, so let's get done with the foreskin talk. We're leaving movie time. I say we'll this game time. lasts forever. No, we're not. We're done with this game. The number nine with foreskin. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mom's elation. And little girls from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. And if you want these kind of dreams, it's Californication. All right, Pat, what else we got on the agenda for today? Well, we have the foreskin redemption. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the dark foreskin. <laughs> We're done with the foreskin stuff. Twelve angry foreskins. Oh my like, god! Listen, I pulled up IMDb, so I just have a list of <laughs> the good, the bad, and the foreskin. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> I don't know how you don't want to play the foreskin game, Tom. Can we move on to the next segment of the show, please? Yes. It's on you, bro. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, all right. All right, the foreskin of the lambs. Let's see. Uh, 
the next segment of the show. Well, okay, so we're we're fifty five minutes in. Let's probably say cut it out, step bro. I don't get it. It's calling you a step brother. Oh, thanks, man. You're back. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> my cousin Foreskin. Fast times at Foreskin. I Foreskin and Louise. Oh my god, they're killing on the live chat. <laughs> <laughs> episode five the empire strikes foreskin all right so i titled this article not so frito-lay so frito-lay has a uh strike uh going on currently um and we have a letter from uh a i think a frito-lay employee a current frito-lay employee the, uh, the news article started uh, t- was titled, Production Didn't Stop When Line Worker Died, and more. Frito-Lay employee gives glimpse behind the scenes. So this is in the, uh, the Capital Journal. Uh, so Sherry Renfro is uh, the, the writer of the letter. Um, looks like she's actually the writer of the article. So she wrote the article to the newspaper. And it says this. I'm going to pick and choose. Dear Frito-Lay, you are so, so you are shocked that your employees voted to strike for the first time at this plant. I'm shocked you are so out of touch with your employees and you didn't see this coming. The storm has been brewing for years. It began when you started giving lump sums instead of raises, when you lowered wages for new hires coming in, when you supported an iron-fisted management that has created a toxic work environment. Here are some examples. Making us work in dense smoke and fumes after a fire because you stated it's just smoke. When a coworker collapsed and died, you had us move the body and put another coworker to keep the line going. Oh my god, dude. Uh, during the COVID-19 lockdown, a coworker's father passed away in another state. You told her that since there wasn't a funeral, she didn't qualify for bereavement pay, so she had to take her own time off to grieve. We worked during the entire COVID-19 quarantine while office personnel worked from home. We didn't get hazard pay bonuses, rewards, or recognition. We worked through the deep freeze, struggling to keep warm and everything running, getting forced over and into the weekend again, while an upper manager received a recognition award for his dedication to come in on his weekend to keep our plant running. How you fill our warehouse with carts of cardboard and product blocking walkways, exits, and work areas. When we point out it's not safe, you shrug your shoulders and say, but it's push week. She goes on to say, forced overtime, toxic work environment, among allegations from Frito-Lay workers. The fact that you offer paternity leave to all employees except those at union plants. Your negotiator told us that Frito-Lay can't afford to give us raises. It's that he is, oh, it's not that Frito-Lay can't afford to give us raises. It's that he is here to protect the stockholders' investments. Meanwhile, you have held down our wages year after year by refusing to give us cost-of-living raises. This one's classic. One classification, so one group of these employees, got a total of 20 cents in a decade. We no longer offer competitive wages to balance the stress of unpredictable long hours, 12-hour days, seven days a week. The contract you offer actually covered two years, only one of which gave a 41-cent raise, and you bragged that that's the highest raise you've given in years. 
You have no problem paying for the drug tests, background checks, orientation, and training for 350-plus employees that you hired and lost this past year. You fly in temp workers, pay for hotel rooms, car rentals, wages, food, and more, and training for people who have no investment here. But you have a problem giving a decent living wage to keep loyal employees already trained, already here. You were a fool to not do more to keep your employees from walking out that door because many of them are never coming back. Not with the job market so rich right now. Uh, after numerous informational pickets and contract offers that we voted down, you said, that's it, take it or leave it. So it was time for us to do a strike vote. First, you allowed us time off to vote if we signed a sheet. Then at the last minute, you took down the sheets and said, no one is allowed time off to vote. Your threats and bully tactics only fuel our fire. You have pushed us into a corner, and we came out swinging. And now you're shocked. Dude. The first time I read this, I was like, I'm never going to eat Frito-Lay products again. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure they make Cheetos. So that's stupid. I'm not doing that. I don't give a fuck how they Like, I'm out. I'm eating the Cheetos. Crunchy and poofs. Which I don't even Which one's better, Tom? Crunchy Cheetos or poofy Cheetos? I like the ones with the pigtails. The fuck are you talking about? They're like curly cues. What? You they're mean like the half circles? circles? No, they're curly cues. They're like twisted. What? You yeah, talking about like real Fritos? No, like Cheetos. Corn chips? Cheetos. Cheeto pigtails? Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. They're fucking good. They're like pups. I gotta find. I'm gonna Google right now. They're pus, but they're a little bit different. Pet, I don't think you want my take on this one. Who makes Cheetos? Frito Lay. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. It is Frito Lay. I mean, the fuck. Uh, yeah, it's by Frito Lay. Uh, uh, also Pepsi. If anybody's looking to boycott those, are your two? Uh, that's because they're owned. They're owned by the same company. It's all the same. Company. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a subsidiary of Pepsi. Um, Pet, do you want to? Do you want my take on this or? Yeah, let's let's hear your uh, phobic squirrel said. I think you have the word word filtering on again. This is some BS. Erica said, "Wow." Oh, that was in reference to the article. Erica said, "Wow." Yeah, the idea of an employee dying, you shuffling that employee off to the side, and then just being like, "Hey, can you get one of the temps to get in here and take their spot?" That's amazing. So, Pat, this is the way I look at it. There's two sides to every story, right? No doubt. Uh, unfortunately, we're not hearing that. Yeah, Cheeto Twisted. Mason was fucking talking about them. Am I crazy? They look like fucking pigtails. Okay. Anyway. Let me ask you, are they crunchy or are they poofy? They're poofy. But they're different than but just they're textured right. poofy. That's they're like the best of both. Huh? I'm intrigued. No, they're poofy. They're not crunchy. They're poofy, but they're different somehow. They're different than the regular just curls. Listen, you don't have to sell me. I like square cut pizza better than triangle pizza. It's no different, but it's better. Yeah, gotcha. Anyway, uh, so the way I look at this is, uh, like, I don't really understand how the union works, right? Like, I get it. There's benefits to working for a union in some cases. In some cases, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the way it sounds to me is that this, whoever's in charge of this union for this the this division well this division doesn't have a this uh this particular plant it sounds like doesn't have a union they have to have a union or else they can't go on strike you can't go on strike without a union that's valid if you go on strike without a union guess what you're fired uh or your boss 
decides to cave to your demands. I mean, that is possible. Yeah, yeah. but it's not. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, they wouldn't be called you're protected a strike. by the union. That would be called a walkout. That's why there's a strike vote. Yeah. Um. So I guess the way I look at it is one, whatever fucking union you have representing you is fucking dog shit. There you go. That's uh, absolutely valid. Uh, two, if you don't fucking like it, then fucking leave. Nobody's forcing you to work there. So she does have a valid point that in this economy, uh, the people that are hiring, I mean, you can go find find a job anywhere. Yeah, if listen. you are looking for work, now is the time to be fucking applying to jobs. Absolutely. But also, if you're working at Frito-Lay in a factory, let's assume we'll call it 20 bucks an hour is fair, right? I don't really know. Eric said that they said that they didn't get time off to vote for the strike. I, again, I don't know how that works. Um, That's a good point. I mean, I'm sure that you could just text your representative and say, hey, I vote strike. Uh, like, I don't know. I'm sure, like, I'm used to watching, like, old uh, coal, coal miner movies about, uh, what? Like, what's a fucking movie? Uh, October Sky, where their fa- the guy's father ran a coal plant, and they were all union, and they vote, the sh- like, they have a, like, a town hall meeting almost, and that's where they vote. Okay. Like, so if you're running, like, go schedule one of these when you're off shift. Like, I don't tell you. If you were that... Yeah, where they just raise their hands. I, like, I, it just seems like... All four say I, and the nays. Foreskin? The problem I see, right, is that in this world, right, everybody wants to fucking complain. I find it hard to believe that a guy died on the factory floor of a fucking Frito-Lay and they pushed the body off the side and, sh- and kept it moving. I really find it hard to believe that that happened and it wasn't headline fucking news. I agree. Like, you know, like, it well, just it seems on, like... I, maybe, maybe it was kept under... Maybe only three people knew about it. What? I will say, saving private foreskin, um, some of these things seem outlandish. Maybe that's because they're outlandish. I don't know, but I mean, we have, listen, we have Amazon this, employees fucking hanging nooses all over plants where they're pissing in bottles because they're not allowed to take enough uh, bathroom breaks. I, it's not unreasonable to think that this company is untr- mistreating their employees. If you haven't had This more is the than first 40... time I've heard about Amazon employees pissing in bottles. Really? Yeah, and the noose thing, man, uh, again, I don't, I don't. You know, they tried to say this with NASCAR and it ended up being the fucking the way they tied the rope to lower the garage door. I mean, who the fuck knows? It could be. Uh, Terminator 2, foreskin day. Um, I'm going to break that fucking iPad if, if you don't they take it movies. If they haven't gotten raises over the course of a decade, that means these employees, let's call it after three years, right? After three years of not getting raises, you could have left there, started as a fry cook at McDonald's promoted through the ranks and become a store manager and made significantly more money at McDonald's than at Frito. Here's the thing about America. It's a free country. Yeah, you can, nobody's making you fucking work there. No, that doesn't excuse Frito-Lay because they're still mistreating people. Yeah. But at so the end this of the day, is what you do. You if leave. those people left, Frito-Lay would immediately go, we should stop mistreating people. Well, not only that, right? They're going to say, or you leave, and then wherever you go to work, when it when your new employee um, uh, coworker sees a job posting for Frito Lay, and you're like, "Oh man, maybe I'll go work there because this place sucks." Uh, you can tell them how bad it was and why they shouldn't go work there. 
And then they'll tell you why your bit, why your job's so bad, and why you shouldn't have taken a job. It's a fucking vicious cycle, dude. No matter where you work, you're not always gonna like it. That's the way. That's the way of life. I don't know one person that loves every single aspect of their job. Do you? Um, no. I mean, they're you know. But I I find that like if you have thing, that, you don't have to hate an aspect of your job. Nobody loves everything about their job. I'm with you. Um, um Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Foreskin. Um. People don't like change, and it's loyal to me and something. So, oh my god, <laughs> keep going, keep going. I'm reading from the bottom up. Uh, pe- people don't like change, and we think that loyalty means something. And sad to say, it doesn't mean crap. No, I think that all works against mean- you in the workplace. I don't care what anybody says, I've learned this lesson. Loyalty does not pay, loyalty pays is a moral value, it is not a financial lesson. Uh, loyalty pays in Tominized relationship. Loyalty does not pay in the workplace. I don't know, man. I don't Force know. Skin unchained. I don't know how true that is. I mean, without going into too much about what we do or what we do, I think the loyalty pays where we work. I don't disagree. I don't think that's because of the company that we work for. I think that's because of the man that owns the company. Well, but that's the company we work for. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? What I'm saying is that human being could be an exception to the rule. I don't oh, think yeah, that in general, uh, loyalty to a company pays. I was paid significantly more money to leave company after company. Every time I went to a new job, people said, we will give you more money based on what you did when you weren't here. The people who I was leaving did not offer me that more money based on what I did while I was with them. No, I listen, I'm not disagreeing with you, man. I'm not, but what I guess, you know, Pat, it's like the old saying goes, situations are situational. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, if you don't like where you fucking work, news for you. People are hiring. Go out there and fucking apply for jobs. But to that point, the dark foreskin rises. Are we done? Please tell me I can end this fucking episode. Foreskin story. Are we done with this this episode? No. You don't first, know because you don't have the fucking goddamn timeline. It doesn't up. matter. First off, we have an animal game, name game to play. Second off, Inglorious Foreskin. I'm done with the fucking. We're not no longer in movie review time. Okay, so we're not going to talk about. You're good, confusing our friend. Are we not going to talk about good foreskin hunting? You're confusing my friend Patrick, and that's upsetting me. He all does right. it now. He's all confused about what segment we're in. All right. Full Metal Foreskin. I'm out. I'm going to the timeline. <laughs> Classic. Uh, okay. It's on fucking blue. Are you ready? I feel like that's the one you already did. Where's the... Oh, I know where it is. Okay. All right, Tom. What I have here is ten. Count them ten. And... I gave you a freebie. There's a repeat from the episode with Mason. Good for me. I didn't listen to the episode. I knew you didn't. That's why I gave you the freebie. I listened to part of it. it was, the audio was so bad I couldn't listen. Oh. Guys, how's that reverb? Is it better? It's got to be better because nobody says, has ever said anything about reverb ever before. Keep it moving, Pat. What happened? Start your fucking game. Technically, it's our game. Tom, first off, let me look around. Oh, my God, Pat. I didn't fucking cheat. I don't want to be bamboozled a second time. 
Do you want to do this next episode? We don't have to keep Let's going. Let's do it, bro. Okay. You're getting 10. Do you want to write them Rambling down? Rambling Dan said, nope, not better. Oh, if somebody, sucks. while we're playing this game, could explain to me what reverb is, maybe I could fix it. It's like a... Like an it's echo? It's almost like an echo. Almost. Here, how about we do that? Turn it on your game a little bit. <coughs> it's the not better. Oh, you don't have one. Never mind. I was like... Nope, not better. Uh, how's it boot now? That was about like 40 seconds ago. Can you just start the fucking game back? Do you want to write these down as I go? No. You're going to make me repeat them a hundred times. Yep, okay. Sure am. All right, Tom. It's an echo of the sound you're making. Gotcha. That's it. It's like an echo. Your 10 uh, non animal parts. You ready? A lounge, a charm. A mischief, a leap, an array, a troop, a smack, an army, a tower, a bloat. These are all animal families? Yep. <laughs> Your animal families. Giraffes, jellyfish, frogs, lizards, mice, hummingbirds, hedgehogs. Leopards, gorillas, hippos. Why do you do so many fish and giraffes? Why do you do so many? All you got to do is get five of them, Tom. Not I'm giving good. you opportunity. You get half right, you win. Do you wish you wrote these down at this point? No, because you're just gonna repeat. I don't remember fucking half of them. I heard <laughs> diddly wants, diddly wants, diddly wants, diddly wants. We're gonna cut it down to five. We're gonna cut it down to yeah, five. What the fuck? Why? Why would you do so many? Because, Tom, I thought you were going to be in a better mood. I didn't know you were going to be a negative Nancy. Ten? I thought you were going to be a we positive Patty. We did six on Sunday, and I made you repeat them five times then. Uh, I would like to point out that Mason's game was 10, and he did not complain a single time. Well, that's I'm just Mason saying. Mason was happy to be on a podcast. All right. So here's what we've got. Oh, this is my shot. Here's just what like you did with the game and stuff, and then he stopped. Here's what we've got. We've got Troop. Smack. Oh, let's start with Troop. Let, let's do this one. You give me the family name, and then read me the animals. So, true. Read me the animals. All of them? The five. Okay. Giraffes. Gorillas. Jellyfish. Hippos. Frogs. A troop of... Giraffes. Hippos. That is incorrect. Oh, move on to the next one. You know what? I'm going to make this easy because now we've got an odd number. You have to get two. If you score 40%, you win. Okay? okay? Instead of half. I'm giving you 10%. Okay. Kind of like every relationship I've ever been in. I'm giving you 10%. Okay. A smack. Giraffes? You are incorrect. Okay. Hold on. An army. Hippos. You are incorrect. Okay. A tower. No, don't move on. What, what do you mean, don't move on? We're still on the same one. How are we still on the same one? Oh, no, a tower. Hippo. You are incorrect. Okay, the last one. You can't win. What's the last one? The best you can do is one of five. Okay. You're, you're probably going to get this one right, Tom. Mm -hmm. A troop. A tower. Huh? Run out of 
Rhinoceros. Rhinoceros? Rhinoceros. That's definitely Rhinoceros. Man, 40% is passing. Some pretty low expectations. Yeah, Ramblin' Dan, that's because Tom performs the way he just performed. Did you know what he's answering, Ramblin' Dan? Pat comes up with these fucking impossible games. Like, he knew any of these before we started the fucking game. Before he looked at it, you know he didn't. (laughs) Fucking Mason, who is Steve Irwin's little cousin, fucking couldn't even get any of these right. (laughs) You know, the game isn't supposed to be easy, Tom. I'll tell you what, I'll bring a game that's more your speed next week. You always say that, and then you don't. No, you no. were so fucking shocked last week that you made it even harder this week. That I somebody in the chat gave me one. Erica says a tower of giraffes. That makes sense. That is correct. A tower of giraffes is correct. Erica, you're one for one. That makes sense. Um, well, by that logic, a bloat of hippos. A bloat of hippos was correct, which also makes sense. Yeah. So give me the other three. An army of frogs. I would have went with ants. I'm pretty sure ants are a colony. Oh, no, that's bees. You're probably right. A smack of jellyfish. Not sure where that comes from. And a troop of gorillas. So there you have it. The animal name game. See, man, if you just give me one, right? If you give me one next week, right? Let's do your other five. If you give me one, literally tell me which one's which, I'll get the rest of them right. So why not next week? Don't, why don't I just say a pack of wolves for the first one? And then you're just fucked on the other four. No, it has to be in the same thing. What do you mean? Well, everyone know that a, a pack of wolves. Don't give me an easy one. Give me one. Who of doesn't five. know a smack of jellyfish, bro? I'm going to fucking <laughs> smack you in the face. I'm going to smack you in the fucking foreskin. Uh, come on, give me the other five. You give me one of the answers, and I bet you I get the okay. rest of them right. Okay. Just like you did last week. Fucking Mason gave me the dolphin one. Smack jellyfish. Right, oh, right. Erica got smack of jellyfish, it looks like, before we did it. I think you'd do better if you can see them visually, Tom. Yeah, Tom, I tried to say you should write these down. I don't think she means the words, Pat. She means see pictures of the animals with the picture, and then know what the words are. Okay. You might be right. I don't really know. Because I'm a visual learner, Pat. I learned that when I went to a class. Okay. Class is paying dividends. You do all kinds of visual stuff on the podcast. Because I can't read. Okay. That's... I, uh... <laughs> Let's because go. I can't... You can read, asshole. You just don't read at a super high level. I, I read at a first grader's level. Yes. All right. So you want me to give you the five and the, the five. five. Ready? We're going to write that. Ready? Go ahead. A lounge? A lounge. Chair. A charm. Bracelet. <laughs> a mischief. Boy. Did you think of Dennis the Menace? No. I did. A leap. A fate. An array. Of sunshine. No, not a ray. Array. A R R A Y. An yeah, array. Array. Like an assortment. Okay. Array. Okay. Of sunshine. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to give you the animals. Okay. So. Hurry up, quick. Hummingbirds. Bird. Did you just write bird? Gotcha. You just wrote the word bird down. Yeah. Okay. Leopards. Leopards. Underwear. Okay. <laughs> Lizards. Lizards. 
Liz, gotcha. Okay. Hedgehogs. Hedge. Fun. Tom, Tom's crotch. Mice. <laughs> Manscape 4.0. Coming your way. <laughs> Pat, if we ever get a fucking ad read for the Manscaper 4.0, this fucking podcast is going to the moon. <laughs> okay, so you give me one, but I'm going to pick which one. You ready? Sure. The hummingbird. A charm of hummingbirds. Now you have to get... A your... mischief of mice? That is correct. Uh, a lounge of leopards? That is incorrect. Ooh, so close. Oh, hold on. Lizards, lizards are going to be... Oh, you know what? It's probably a lounge of lizards. That is correct. Okay. So, okay. So, okay. So You're currently three for four. Uh, are you? Yes. I'm pretty sure you're two for. Uh, like you're two for three. Wow, do that. Oh. of mice, charm of hummingbirds, a hedge, hedgehogs. Hed- hedgehogs and leopards is what I got left, right? A leap of leopards and an array of hedgehogs. That is correct. What's up, bitches? What's up? I fucking told you. All I need is one, and I'll get the fucking rest right. On Sunday show, I'll do ten. You give me one, I'll do all ten. <laughs> I will say this. On Sunday show, we will do it, but I don't know if I have enough animal families left to do ten. So... I may have to pick Hold a on, different you mean thing. Fucking twenty animals. There isn't more than twenty animal families, Pat. Twenty-five. I, not. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. But I will have some kind of game where it's match, match, and I will give you one, and it will be out of ten. Okay. Erica, I told you better write it down. I told you I'm a visual learner, Erica. Visual learner. Anyway, I want to take a read for some of this podcast. Pat, should we tell them what we're doing at the end of this podcast? What do you mean at the end of this podcast? What we're doing when we're doing recording the podcast. Oh, yeah, why not? So we were proud to announce. Oh, you could wait and it could just be a surprise. Well, but I don't know if it's going to go on this episode. Spoiler comment. We were proud to announce that the Number 9 with Tommy podcast has found, has gotten their first sponsor. Like, real life sponsor. Like, somebody's going to pay us money to talk about that on our podcast. Which is convenient because we talk about all kinds of motherfuckers on the podcast and don't make any money. Yeah, and we talk a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, but So the Democratic Party wants to sponsor us. <laughs> oh. Nope. That's Pat, not who's paying. Pat, there was something that I heard on the news today, and I meant to fucking write it down because I knew I wouldn't remember it, but it's something that I fully intend on investigating and we could talk about on Sunday if I remember what it was fucking called. Okay. What was it about? It was something about the, uh, you know, that fucking Save America plan that they pushed through. The, the new Green Deal? No, the fucking $5 trillion that they gave for relief to no COVID. Clue. Nope. Oh, is that the 300 bucks a week that everybody's going to continue to no, get? No, it's part of that whole bill that gave people the extra stimuluses and all that shit. Oh, so long ago. 
Yeah. I thought so you there meant was a, a new thing plan. in there for schools that they put in a link basically and said, We want you to spend this much money on social injustices and teaching them in the school, and you should have uh, you should use this site as a reference of what to teach. And it's critical man, race theory? No, no, it's different than that. Um, but it was like, man, I forgot. Basically, this group. See, I don't want to talk about one. I can't remember what, what she called it, but whatever the fuck it was named was like, it just blew my mind that they would call this Stole the Souls or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, stealing the Souls of Kids. So it was like, because now he's retired from the WWE, he's not doing any more WrestleManias, the Undertaker curriculum. Yes. Okay. Um, but it was Taking for... Taking souls and digging holes. Let's but it go. was for the minority community. Like, okay. they're talking about the minority. And so I want to look more into it because I want to understand what they're talking about before I go on a rant about it. Because who knows? Maybe I'll agree with it. Um, but it doesn't sound like I'm going to kind of like these word games. When I hear them, they don't make any sense. But my first impression is that's fucking stupid. So I have to look into them to uh The vocab game made sense. No. The vocab game was just three words. You get and, what I mean. I meant the two fuck. of them are real. I get it. Actually, I think you should start we should start doing the vocab game with five words. You tell me which one of them that's right, I'll get the rest of them right. Matching words to their definition? Yes. <sighs> okay. That's a good it's a change of pace. I'm in. It's gonna be a lot of work. Okay. I'm just saying. Man. No, I'm prepared to do work. I got this. Are you? Yeah, I work on this fucking thing nonstop. And then you're like, why haven't you watched my documentary yet? Because I'm working on the goddamn podcast all the time. You're, dude, you watch fucking TikTok to videos on Facebook all the time. I don't have I, TikTok, motherfucker. What, you watch videos on Facebook all the time. I know you do because you fucking send them to me. And they're like five minutes, ten minutes long. Hilarious ones. And if you just sent me, if you just took Wait, what video, what, name the last time I sent you a video on Facebook. Uh, Sunday, Saturday night, you sent me two videos that were ten minutes each. Oh, was one of them all the gay shit that wrestlers say? No, they were. Did both I send you that one? Karen that broke down inside the McDonald's? Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing. Me neither. That wasn't a McDonald's. It was a Victoria's Secret. You get the same thing. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, uh, those were sent to me. So it's not like I was on for hours scrolling. Somebody sent them to me. So and you I was mean like, to yep. tell me that you don't sit on the toilet for hours and scroll through Facebook? I got a lot of apps on my tablet. I play a lot of games. Um, but I do. I use Facebook as a source for content for the show. I use Instagram. Saying, I use the Chive. If, if you just watch 10 minutes of the, of, of the documentary a day, we'd be able to talk about it by next Wednesday. That's all I'm saying. That's true. I see your point. You're going to start watching it for 10 minutes and be so intrigued about what's going on, you're going to watch the whole fucking thing. <sighs> Maybe this weekend's the weekend. I don't believe it. But anyway. Uh, so anyway, super exciting stuff. You guys will start hearing the ad. We have to record it when we're done with this, and then we have to give it back to them to approve it. And then I believe my understanding is they drop it in where we tell them to. Uh, so pretty exciting shit. Um, if you guys were trying to download the episode on Monday morning, uh, we did have a little bit of a snafu. Not really sure what it was, uh, but it didn't release when it was supposed to and released at like 10 o'clock in the morning for some reason. Not really sure why, but here we are. Hey, anything you want to add? Any I, chance you had a, just a, a, a glimpse of dyslexia and you scheduled it for 10 a.m. instead of 1 a.m.? 100% not true. You sure? Yes, because I checked. Okay. Because I do sometimes fuck, like I have. I think we all have dyslexic moments where we do that. Yes. You know? Um. So it does happen to me. So, yeah, I did check that. I do it all the time because we deal a lot with uh, 
numbers at our yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I fuck it up sometimes, so I know. Absolutely. Um, I can't hammer this home enough. If you guys are enjoying everything, all that stuff, uh, write us in some emails. Let us know what you think. Um, it's More only up from here. Uh, review us on uh, iTunes and wherever the fuck you're listening to your Spotify, podcast. Google Podcasts. The reviews for... lead to increased revenue. I realize that that's weird because it's not based on positive or negative reviews. The fact that we're getting reviews is uh, a basis for advertisers. Yes. It means that you're uh, I'm compelled to be engaged, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's all that also, stuff. tell your fucking friends. Yeah, uh, again, I'm still harping on the, the fact that if we get one new listener a week that starts listening from the beginning, that's, you know, even if they download one episode at a time or they listen to one episode a week, um, that's an extra listener. So if we True can scoop. do that once a week between all of us, let's let's blow this thing up, man. Uh, I don't want to work where I work forever. I would like to retire and do this for you guys full time. I would like to work where I work forever, but I'd also like to do this for you as much as possible. Whatever. What would you do if you didn't have a job to go to, bro? Dude, I would get so much shit done for this podcast. Think about all the other, like, like all this shit that we always talk about doing that we want to get done. I would start highly motivated for about a day and a half. And by the third day, I would not get out of bed until 11 in the morning. And I can't live my life like that. What are you talking about? You don't get up till 11. Like, and that's the beauty of it, right? You can wake up whenever the fuck you want, and you can stay up as late as you want. Because you don't have to get up the next day, but to work on your own shit. Like, that's the way I look at it. Like, that's the dream, right? To work for yourself. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can see that. Like, that's my dream. Work for myself. Make enough money to provide for my family. Because Mark. And actually, what's better than hanging out with... I mean, there's a lot better things than just hanging out with Pat all day. Obviously, there's not. You were just talking about how there's what's better than that. Well, that's I saw. Well, it's all that one in a million talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of the goal. And shit, the more we grow, you know, people like this number three guy that may that we talked about, or not everybody, really just Pat Mason talk about. Um, the more opportunities we get, the more opportunities they get, and we can uh, all grow us together. Yeah. Did I really not send you the video of the the homoerotic things wrestlers say? No. And we're going to watch not. that video as soon as this podcast is over. I can guarantee you we're not. We have other stuff to do and I have to go to bed because I have to go to my normal 9 to 5 tomorrow. It is hilarious. My normal 6.30 to 6 tomorrow. All right. Well, number niners, I say good day. Good day. Hey, another quick trick that Ace and I figured out the other day that you know, you don't always have to, if you're watching the live streams and stuff, what you can do is download the episodes, turn your phone all the way down, and just play them. Sure, yeah. Why not? You know what I mean? Helps with the listenership. Makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, thanks guys. I say good day. I say good day.